I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really wanna do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in Episode 38 Eight of the Dynasty Debates. Hey, that kind of rhymes. I am your humble host, Evan Brown. As always, you can catch me on Twitter at FFEvanLution, the humblest host in the biz. You can follow the show at Dynasty Debates. You can also drop us an email, dynastydebates at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments about the prospects we are covering, the series we are in, or just about the show in general. Feel free to reach out. This is the last episode with the one and only Mike Bauer. Sad times. It's been an absolute blast. And we do have two more really fun, really exciting wide receiver prospects to discuss with you today. So buckle in. Let's go for it. Something is wrong with you. I got a fever. Adam himself could not resist the temptation of rookie fever. So here we are back again for the last installment sadly of me and my buddy mike jack bowers younger cousin (laughs) younger and better looking cousin i might add um who will be breaking down two more wide receiver prospects on our way to helping you build your big board hopefully you've been enjoying it i know i have and today we're talking to intriguing prospects we'll see what you think we'll see what we think and we'll see if we end up fighting anymore or if we're in lockstep once again first up is david bell david bell is a wide receiver from purdue who interestingly enough are called the boilermakers now is that the drink i don't know i know there's a boilermaker drink i don't know if that's what they are i have no you idea. know what a boilermaker is yeah, yeah it's a drink it's, it's, so they're yeah. literally a drink like they're like a college football team named after a drink no, it's um. So I think it ha- it's it's an engineering school. So I think it has. <laughs> I think it's actually something with uh, trains because they have like a train there. But no, a boilermaker. If you go, a boilermaker, I think is more of like a southern United States things where it's just they give you a bottle of beer and they give you a shot of whiskey and that's that's boilermaker. So there you go. Yeah, there um, you go. He's a drinker. He's a drinker from college. No, I'm joking. Um, he, we don't know. He, we don't know. He might be. We haven't dug into the background there yet. Uh, he's a junior, 21 years old. He was a four-star recruit coming out, and um, his measurables are six foot one, 212 pounds, nine and a quarter inch hands. So he's got a good, solid build for a wide receiver. He unfortunately did pretty badly at his um, athletic testing at the combine, which really let him down a little bit. Really kind of bummed people out that were big david bell stands because it was as we mentioned a pretty fast track i believe the colts had replaced um the turf a year or two ago and everybody seemed to be running really fast on that track but he still managed to only run a four six five forty uh which isn't great and he had a 33 inch vert and a nine foot 10 inch broad so all, all around pretty disappointing athletic testing numbers he had an 18.7 breakout age 
So that's the 94th percentile. That's very solid. And 28.7% college target share, which is 86th percentile. So again, those are really nice, really solid numbers that you'd love to see. Um, he was a two-sport athlete in high school. He played basketball as well. 29 games for Purdue. He had 232 receptions for 2,946 yards, 12.7 yards per reception, and 21 touchdowns. So now the moment of truth. I'm going to throw it over to to Mike Bauer at Rewind CEO, and he's going to tell me all there is to know about David Bell. So David Bell is the perfect fit for the NFL in 1995. He's big, he's not super fast, but he does get physical. And so I did my my scouting report on him probably about a month, month and a half before the scouting combine. And my comment on his speed at that time, again, pre-combine was not his best attribute, but gets the job done. Can you be a successful NFL Wide receiver with 4.6540 speed? Yes. Can you be a successful fantasy wide receiver? Probably not. We were talking pre-show. If my team, the Eagles, drafts David Bell, I'm thrilled. I'll probably let some other Eagles fan in my in my league overdraft him, just like I would do with a lot of these other guys. Um, I think he's going to be a little disappointing for fantasy. He projects to me as a solid NFL wide receiver, too, on a team or maybe even wide receiver three, depending on the sets that they run. He can he can get open, but he gets locked down at times. But hopefully that can get coached out. Otherwise, his, his routes are good. Hands are good. He is always fighting for the ball, and he has no problem being physical. Um, he does tend to get shut down against much, much better opponents, and unfortunately, all his opponents are going to be much better than him in the NFL. Um, I actually have him projected later. I have him projected as like a fourth or fifth round pick. And, you know, I, I know he put up some good yards. Man, they had to throw a lot. They were behind a lot. So defenses were a lot softer at that point. You know, you're getting blown up by Ohio State. There's number two defensive backs. Man, they just want to get out of there. They don't want to get burnt. Um, my grade on him is 5.56, which is like right halfway between serviceable and good starter. So we've been catching a lot of flack on the Dynasty Rio on YouTube channel lately doing mock drafts. Um because we're not taking David Bell in the first round. That being said, we only have like four or five of us from the show drafting at a time. We fill the rest out with patrons or friends of ours. He's not a first round rookie draft guy to me. Probably like late second, early third for me in any format. Again, I like David Bell as an NFL prospect, as a fantasy prospect. There's other guys I'd probably rather take a chance on. And wherever he's getting drafted around, there might be a running back I like. There might be a tight end I like. I don't know. I think you can do better than David Bell with other guys that are less heralded. I'd probably rather draft like Jalen Tolbert or something like that. Here, let me see where I have David Bell in my rankings. He is, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. So I have I have David Bell below guys like Jalen Okay, Sky Moore, Jalen Tolbert, Wondell Robinson, Christian Watson is above him. He's a, above guys like Amika Emeze from NC State, who is a lot like David Bell, to be honest with you. Big, physical, can stretch the field. You could probably get him later. I have him above Romeo Dubs from Nevada, um, Khalil Shakir from Boise State, don't kill me there, and Calvin Austin III, who I'm completely out on. He's a manufactured touch guy. I would not draft him at all. So, you know, but he is uh, my overall rankings. David Bell is player 26. I'm pretty <laughs> off of him, to be honest yeah. with you. He's right after um, Trey McBride, who I'd rather draft Trey McBride. And he's above guys like Tyler Algier. I'd probably rather have him almost. Zonovan Knight, Jalen Weidemeyer. 
depending on where I'm drafting, I might rather take those guys. No, I mean, I, you know, hey, I I love it. I, I told you before the show, like, I am not a big David Bell fan. Like, and I know that's not a popular take. I know there's a lot of David Bell stands out there for some reason. I just, I just don't get it. I mean, do you ever have those players? Like, for me, every class, it feels like, or even in the NFL, sometimes there's like one or two players where you're just like, I just don't get it with this player. Like, I feel like a lot of people like them and I should like them, but I don't like them. And for me, David Bell is that guy for, for wide receivers. I just, I just don't get it. I really, really don't get it. I mean, I watched his tape and I was like, honestly, like some of my notes were, um, doesn't seem to put maximum effort in when not targeted or if it's a running play he's not a great route runner in my opinion a bit sloppy or slow in and out of his breaks i don't think he's very good at creating separation he has to work with like all his catches or contested catches because he's just like not very good at separation mm-hmm. um i feel like most of his catches that were you know there obviously there's exceptions and there are long catches there are long games but most of his work felt like it was in the shorter game and there wasn't a lot of yak it was like he'd get he catch the ball and get tackled it wasn't like he'd catch the ball and break tackles and then make an extra 20 yards he had a lot of body catches which i don't like to see um you know i don't want to pile on the guy because obviously i know he did put up a lot of numbers and he did do well but i felt like for me when i watched him he really beat up on lesser competition and then really struggled when he played higher competition and that's how i see him so absolutely if there's people taking him in the first round i'm happy for to stand by and let other people do that because that just means people that i like (laughs) drops back to me so i certainly am not taking him in the first round and i can't really at this stage I can't imagine wanting to take him in the second round because, um, like I said, I think there are a lot of wide receivers I do really like, and I see a lot of ceiling. Um, I don't really see the ceiling with him. Now, again, I could eat my words. I could be here a year from now being like, yeah, David Bell was like, you know, third best wide receiver in this class, and he's amazing. But he's going to, I'm just going to have to be honest and hold my hands up and say, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't see it with him. I don't get it. I, I see, I, you know, from like a, I'm not a, you know, analytics wizard, but I can understand the analytics side of it where he's had really great breakout age and he had really great target shares and he's had good performance and he's had good production. I get all that, but man, when I watch it and I see what happens and how the production happened, I'm just not into it and I'm not interested. So for me personally, I think I'm very much on, on your side in this where maybe, maybe a late second, very late second, if he lands, if he gets like second round draft capital and he's landing, you know, if he's going to, if he's going to play in green Bay and he's going to be the wide receiver two for Aaron Rodgers, then I'm going to have to take a shot on that at some stage, I guess, because Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. And know. we did that with Amari Rodgers last year in all fairness. And that didn't work out. Remember, I understand the analysis there, but I disagree. I think landing spot does matter. And, you know, there's a lot of people say talent over opportunity, but talent is opportunity because your talent gets you the opportunity, but also the, the people's talent ahead of you gets you the opportunity too. So I understand what you're saying. I think I will bump David Bell up if he gets really good draft pack capital in a good spot, like a Green Bay. But I I won't overthink it. No, no. Exactly. Like I'm not gonna CEH it. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not if he gets we drafted even that. We all if, if he that. gets drafted in the second round even to Kansas city, I'm still not taking him in the first round. Cause I just don't, I don't believe in the talent and I don't, I do believe just to, to most extents, not to, I'm not going to be extreme about it because there's exceptions to every rule, but I would certainly fall into the category, especially with wide receivers that I'm more about 
talent over situation. So I'm not going to necessarily majorly bump him up my rankings just because he has a good landing spot with decent draft capital because I just don't believe in the talent. That's what people did with Miko Hardman. People loved Miko Hardman because he got drafted in what was it, the third round or whatever by the Chiefs. Sec- second round. That's when the, round. those accusations were against Tyreek Yeah, Hill. when Tyreek Hill, when it looked like Tyreek Hill might be bounced, everybody was overdrafting Miko Hardman. And Not he's had me. an amazing landing spot. He's got like the best landing spot possible and he's just never produced. And, you know, so for me, David Bell, that's just, he is what he is very late second or probably a third round if he falls there. But I don't think, I think there's like, he's weird. He's one of those players where like, there's a David Bell stand in every league. Somebody out there is going to love him. It, it just won't be me. So enough said, we don't want to pile on the guy. Cause like I said, he was, he did have a successful college career and he's certainly 18 times the athlete I'll ever be. Um, but we're going to move on here and we're going to talk about somebody that I do do love and i think i believe i'm not speaking out of out of turn here that mike loves him as well so probably not going to disagree too much on this player we're talking about another ohio state wide receiver not chris Olave, the one and only garrett wilson a buckeye but we'll not hold that against him or we'll try not to he's a junior he's 21 years old he was a five-star recruit coming out of high school he's six foot tall 183 pounds and he has wait for it nine and seven eighths inch hands so that's like 10 inch hands basically isn't it let's just say 10 10 inch hands well what would that be in the metric system oh i don't know (laughs) don't get me started um he is so yeah build wise solid six foot tall like that 183 pounds he's a little bit light would be nice for him to be a pack on a little bit of weight but not like super worried about his build um as far as his athletic testing he did really really well he ran faster than i think a lot of people thought he was going to run because a lot of people didn't expect him to be super fast from what i understand but he was 43840 36 inch vert and 10 foot three broad um if we're talking breakout age again, he was 20.1, which is 59th percentile. So not incredible. He was a three sport athlete in high school and he didn't, he actually earned D one offers to play basketball. So again, he was a very talented multi-sport athlete. It wasn't like he just played multiple sports. He was actually very good at them, um, which is interesting. Like I, I just, again, on a side note there, the reason I always bring that up, if it is relevant is because a lot of the really, 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 really top end you know, players in the NFL, you know, you see that like, oh, they played baseball as well at a high level or, oh, they played basketball. There a lot of times they tended to be multi-sport athletes. So I think there's something in that. In college, he had a target share of 26.3%, which is a 78th percentile. So very, very good. Uh, he did do punt return work as well. So again, whether or not he's going to be asked to do that at the NFL level, we don't know, but it's another feather in his cap. Um, and in 32 games for Ohio State, he had 143 receptions for two 2,213 yards, 15.5 yards per reception, and 23 touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, for me, is... He is my wide receiver one in this class. So I'll just come right out and be honest and say that. Um, in my film score, he just edges out Drake London as my wide receiver one, but even just in my rankings. So Because my film score isn't necessarily in my rankings. So again, that's another interesting point because... Once I've done my film scores, I sit and then I try and take other considerations like 
um, perspective of like where they played and the competition they played and things like that into consideration. And I try and I'll, I'll amend and adjust some things. So just because somebody comes out as wide receiver three or five or whatever in my um, film score doesn't mean that's necessarily where I rank them. But Garrett Wilson for me, as it stands at the moment, is my wide receiver one. And it's just because of so many. It's, it's interesting because it's kind of like I, I have Brees Hall as my running back one. And the way I explained Brees Hall is that he's not incredibly elite at any one thing he's just really really good at lots of things (laughs) and he's really really good at enough things where for me he's the clear 101 and that's the same as i feel sort of about garrett wilson i don't have any one specific trait that i'm like this is it this is what he does better than anyone else at all and blah 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 blah. but he's just so good at so many different things um he's really shifty and hard to tackle in the open field and i do love a good yak receiver so i really love that about his game He's used in jet sweeps and like all over the field, which I love. Again, I love um, receivers that can be utilized in different levels of the field. He's very twitchy route runner. He's very sharp with his routes. I really like his routes. He has sharp cuts. And again, not to the level of Jamison Williams, but he does have very good deceleration, I feel, when he's running routes. So he's able to stop start and kind of move. And it just very it makes it very difficult for um, <laughs> for DBs. He's played at Ohio State, so he's played against the best competition at all times. Um, He has really good focus and concentration with his contested catches, again, which I really love. So if he's going over the middle of the field or if he's going, you know, and there's someone coming in hot, he doesn't tend to just like freak out and drop the ball or kind of like shy away from that. He has really good concentration on those catches. He has a nice crisp release off the line. Um, He's great, great combo of route running and solid straight line speed. So when he wants to, he can just put his head down and run and go deep if he needs to. But he also can just be a really solid route runner, be using the intermediate parts of the field. He's not just a deep threat or just a short area guy. Um, He doesn't struggle to create separation, which is really nice to see. You love to see that. So he regularly was getting himself open. He wasn't having to be thrown open. Um, And he has very solid hands in general. I mean, he did have some drops, but I think most of these receivers had some drops, but in general, he has very solid hands. Um, And yeah, I mean, like I said, I just think there's not a lot of holes to pick in his game. He's a little bit slight. So again, it would be nice if he had a little bit more weight on him. Um, You know, he's, I think he's really good at tracking the ball. I think he's really got solid burst off the line, um, good solid hands. I mean, there's just not a lot to pick holes in his game, and I just really like watching him play. He's an exciting player to watch. You watch him, and anytime he catches the ball, you're sort of like, he could take it to the house. Not because of like Jameson Williams necessarily, where it's just speed and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a foot race. It's just that he is like, he can shake and bake and just twist and manipulate defenders and get out of their way. And he's just a really fun, exciting player to to watch. And I think I've seen some people kind of compare him to Deontay Johnson a little bit in a play style. And and I kind of see that. I get that. I really love Deontay Johnson. So I'm totally cool with that, but it's not my comp necessarily. So I don't want to take credit for that, but you know, Similar sort of a player, I suppose, in some ways, but I really, really like Garrett Wilson. And what are your thoughts, Mike? Have I missed anything? Or is there anything else you want to kind of break down or talk about his game? As far as the speed goes, not only does he have good speed, he knows how to use it too. He knows when to accelerate, decelerate, and just good breakaway speed at the end of the play. I mean, his physicality after the catch to me is top notch. He does fight for the ball, contest the catches. I mean, he's my wide receiver one as well. He's as perfect as you're going to get in this wide receiver class. Um, the burst off the line is fantastic too. Yeah. I mean, 
I actually mentioned that twice. I don't know if that was on accident or not. Hands are, are strong. Routes are crisp. He does it all. I love him. I think he's a first-round draft pick um, in the NFL. And if you're taking him 1-1-1-2, any format, I'm fine with that. Superflex, one quarterback, I don't care. If you're like, Garrett Wilson's my guy, I'd rather have him over Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis in a Superflex league. I don't fault you at all. And I'm happy with that. I'm actually not happy with that because then I can't get him. But I understand the logic. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I 100% agree with you. And I think there won't be a lot of pushback on that. I mean, I think some people obviously won't have him as their one-on-one. Maybe they'll be he'll be their second or third. But I certainly agree with you 100% in a one QB or even in a super flex. If you wanted to take him as high as the one-on-one, I'm not going to fault you for that because at the end of the day, you know, he is really, really good. And as far as I'm concerned, he's the best wide receiver prospect um in the class now saying that i think if everyone in this class hit their ceiling i don't think he has the highest of the highest ceiling in the class but i think he's got a really solid ceiling and he's got a really solid floor um because he does so many things and he does them so well i don't see a lot of ways where he busts or where he like just is a super big disappointment he's not a very he's not a one faceted or one dimensional player only one thing that he does well so yeah absolutely early, early first round pick as high as you want to go as high as you feel comfortable with. Um, and if you, you know, if you felt like you needed to trade up to get him, then I would totally understand that as well. So there you go, folks, we didn't really fight or fuss too much. We agreed about pretty much every player except for Drake London. Um, and slightly John Mechie. We both like John Mechie. It's just that maybe Mike has a little bit more of a, a man crush on him than I do personally, but that's okay. <laughs> he doesn't like Khalil Shakir and that's okay. I still speak to him. I still love him, even though he's wrong so guys hopefully you found that helpful hopefully you enjoyed that this week and learned something and maybe got a little bit more insight into this wide receiver class and again massive thank you to mike for stopping by and taking time to chat through these guys if you don't already which i can't imagine why you wouldn't make sure you follow him on twitter at rewind ceo go check out the dynasty rewind it is super duper legit awesome dynasty show great content great guys they've got lots going on there um all the time they got a youtube channel they've got the normal podcast um that you can listen to on all the different platforms they've got super super duper swag delicious gear that you can get if you want to go over to viridian i believe so is there anything i'm forgetting anything you want to shout out before we go here mike no that's it viridian global and then uh use the promo code rewinder you get 10 percent off all dynasty rewind merchandise sorry that does not apply to other Viridian merch, just our stuff. But hey, 10% is 10%, right? So when you buy $100 worth of our merch, you get 10 bucks off. You can't beat that. So definitely check out our YouTube. We got a lot of good stuff come, going on over there. I think right now we are releasing a video every day. And they're not they're not super long either. They're usually like seven minutes, 20 minutes at the most, depending on what we're doing. So come check us out. Absolutely. And as well, when we're talking prospects, if you're getting interested in that, you know that you should definitely try and get your eyes on some of these prospects as well. You can do the basic, simple stuff like go on YouTube and just literally search for the player name. That's really just going to give you the highlights, which you don't really necessarily want to scout with the highlights. But you can on YouTube, you can find even full games for these players. You know, if you type in USC 2021, they'll bring up full games. You can sit and watch. Um, and if you really want to go into it check out dynasty nerds check out um they've got the the amazing film room where they've got loads and loads and loads and loads of cut-ups of just you can literally watch 
every snap for um, Drake London from certain games. And you can literally just watch the whole game in five minutes because it's just every play that he did. And you can just really get into some of these prospects. It's really worthwhile. Even if you don't want, don't want to go down the rabbit hole and start grading and all that stuff, it's nice to sometimes see the players and see them play and see what you're getting yourself into when you're going into your rookie draft. So again, something else that I would highly recommend if you have time, but yeah, thanks Mike. Appreciate it, buddy. And hopefully nice. won't be very long until you're back on dynasty debates guys keep building those big boards and we will speak to you again soon i draft zero rb in dynasty pass up a young receiver nah i couldn't be me my fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven not sure if i'm dead because i think this is heaven i forget what he said and listen to me what you really want to do is stack those rbs you can be linda just let me be frank those rbs on your roster is money in the bank one says it's awful the other says it's great it's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate <laughs>